My name is Kendra Thorpe. I am a powerful woman that was sent to today to light up other people's world's life and their voice. I want people to know their worth. When you can step into who you totally are, you can show up and be her with confidence. I want to speak to women and their power and just knowing her strength that she brings to this universe and how she has been gifted and called to write now this day. It's my well look at here guys look who i found it looks like we found mr jeffrey but mr jeffrey what we want you to do is give us the honor of telling us who you are however you want us to know you if you're the dj or whatever it is <laughs> well miss kendra it's thank you so much for having me here it's uh it's great to be be with you today you know a bit about my background i i'll make it really simple i'm uh i live in ottawa canada spend, canada uh, yeah, I'm born here. My parents come from, uh, you know, emigrated here from uh, Jamaica back in the late 50s. And I have, uh, I do, I'm a, I'm, well, I guess, I'm, I don't know why I call myself these days. But what I do really is I work with, work with organizations and small, medium size and you know, corporate as well, just helping their leadership teams in particular scale, grow, and build the inclusive and productive teams that lead to positive results because we all can use that. And it's not just internally, and it's also externally as well. So you're building within and building without. Wow. Well said. See, I wouldn't have did that. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I give people the honor to speak for themselves because they can say it divinely. And I appreciate you taking this time today with us and um, blessing us to come into your world for a few minutes. Uh, one of the things I got to meet Jeffrey in a period where we both was in an opportunity to transition into something greater. And so what I loved about Jeffrey and what I love to talk about, if I can, is his um, his love for the women of color and women in general, um, just uplifting them to be strengthened and stronger and um, in their leadership, in their role as um, um, entrepreneurs. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? It's sorry wow. for the great opportunity to be live. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> you know, I think it's, it, it, thank you so much. There, there are so many, uh, it, it, I think it's, let me take a step back. You know, when it comes to uh, women, I always found it as uh, a topic when I was in school all the time, where it was you know, people talk about, well, we need to, who are the, the female role models in your family? And it was always around the context that we need, you know, we don't have enough strong women leaders out there. And we don't, we need to have, they have, need to have more presence. They need to be more assertive. They need to be more stronger. And I'd be sitting in the room. I'm, list, I'm listening to stories and, and just listening to teachers. I'm going, um, and I, I don't. I really understand that because, hmm. and because in the context of my family, I, I was just that's all I had around me were strong women. And so when I look at the role models, the influencers over my life in terms of you know my own development, my you know, my career and, and aspirations, it, it were, it was the women in my family and still, and still to this point, it uh, remained a dominant part of who I am and also of what I do. 
that is that is wonderful because what I what we need is more we get the opportunity of seeing more men support the women that has strengthened them that has protected them that has provided for them and I so I want to thank you for honoring and taking the time to highlight I always been around strong women I only function when women are strong. And so uh, I appreciate you. So my wonderful next question is, what do you see um, the vision for um, leaders that's to come? Like, what is it that we need to put in them or instill in them for them to take over or impact massively? You know, thank you for the question, Kendra. I think there's, there are, I think if I look at I look at in terms of um, through three lenses, and that's okay with you. I think the first one is, and we're talking particularly we're talking about women and women of color, and speaking in that context. I think there's a there's definitely that the part of it. There's two sides. One is to be that be the leader to to be okay to be comfortable in that being recognized in that role. And, and to own it, own the power, own that space, be influential, your voice matters. Because that's where I've seen, and, that, that, and I use that, it's not uniquely to women of color, I see it among women in general in the, in the work that I've done. When then you bring it down to within a community, it's your voice, even though your voice, you may feel like your voice may be smaller, among the larger population, it's a, you still have a strong presence, even if it starts at home, it starts in your community. Now, where can you influence and impact others in your, in your world in a way that's going to lead to positive change and positive influence? The, I think back to my grandmother, and my grandmother, my father's side, her, we, we affectionately known her as Gong Gong. And that, that was her, her name back in Jamaica. My, all my, all my, my father and all my siblings had referred to her that way. Because, and she was no one's gong gong because she was, uh, what I found out later on in life, she was uh, the ringleader for a, a group of women in, in Kingston, Jamaica, who, who, uh, who didn't put up with crap. So they, they, she, she was a strong woman. And all the kids, she took in kids from the neighborhood. They, they, everyone came to the house. And, and, and you know, my, my father's family had five kids in there already. And she'd be taking in more. And she always was a strong voice and a strong presence in, in wherever she was. And I look at that example. And I see that the four aunts that came from her. And, and all of them, in some shape or form, had positive influence in my life. And when I look at from a from a business perspective, you know, one of my aunts, uh, my aunt, uh, my aunt Olga, she was the entrepreneur of the family, and she was my inspiration. She was always always on me to, to do something. Like, hey, you got this idea? Have you thought about this? When I buy my first place, she's like, "Well, okay, you're gonna buy a place. You know, make, no, you gotta buy some place where you can, you can convert into an uh, income property so that you can have extra cash coming in." Always thinking, always growing, right? And and what the amazing thing is about this is a woman that was, you know, that left Jamaica in, in her early teens, was uh, went to England, and then you know, uh, you know, was in a uh, abusive relationship, came back as a single parent, 
into, into Canada. And at a time in, in the late 60s, early 70s, where you know, women couldn't, women still couldn't get credit cards on their own, you know, let alone buy a house, get a mortgage. And through just through her tena- tenacity, uh, she went from you know stirring off and getting, getting settled to owning real estate and continuing to just be a serial entrepreneur and constantly building relationships and building enterprises and, and always thinking about that next step and always encouraging me to do the same. And when I look among all the siblings that uh, around which she, she, uh, you know, she lived, she was the one who had the plan. She had everything laid out. She had, it, it, she had everything in place. And you can see you can see how her, the way she looked at life, it was more from how am I going to plan and put things according to my direction and put things in the way I see them fit versus what are people going to tell me to do? And she owned her space. And that, and, and so growing up as a kid, seeing that and, and all the way through my adult life, it was always, uh, she was one of my biggest cheerleaders and, and definitely one of my biggest mentors as well. So when did we come as humans stop doing what your grandmother did? You know, like she didn't ask for permission. She just did it. Like right now we're going and we almost um, getting in these different programs and these different activities and these different arenas. And we all we almost trying to do it, as they say, like, how do we go back to doing it like your grandmother? She, She there was no rule. She created them. There was no lines. She drew them. There was no um it was a blank canvas that she created and you all lived out and enjoyed and embraced. So how do we get back to that? Well, I think uh, there's uh, I think there's a number of ways you can take a look at that. I think first again, to recognize that things like social services and, and, uh, the, uh, you know, the welfare, welfare system that we see today, I know here in Canada and on the States, uh, as well, it, well, back then it didn't exist. <laughs> it really was something that if you're going to get ahead, you had to, you had to come up with a way to do it. And so there was no social safety net that you became, you could rely on. So it now, so then you're just, it forced you to think about, okay, what can I do? What become more entrepreneurial, more creative, uh, more innovative. And you can see, if you go through the history of some of the inventions that are out there, some of the, uh, some of the, the advances in, in the communities, in terms of childcare, in terms of, of urban development, in, in terms of education, and, and some of the sources of them, many of those any of those pioneers, you know, a you know, from from the African American community and, and as as well as from the Latina community and, and other communities of color, or that they saw a purpose. They saw a purpose and they got together and they just went out there and did it. They weren't relying on someone else to to give them permission or to give them money or to tell them what was right or what was wrong. And it was okay to say, you know what, we don't know but we're going to do the best what we can and we can learn along the way and we can adjust as we go along. And I think it's one of the areas that we tend to, it tends to hold uh, all of us back, you know, men and women is that we, there's, there's a certain, especially with this age of, of 
of the inter- of internet, right? Like, no, who wants to look bad on the internet, right? No one wants a bad, no one's a bad uh, uh, meme or a bad quote or you know a bad tweet or something because we know, like, oh my goodness, like, I can't, I can't want to look bad. Like, if I say if I say something stupid, then it's gonna be all over the place. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> At the same time, by not doing, not taking action, what's that? holding you back from accomplishing or holding you back from contributing or making something better in the end. As we look at the, the, the stats right now, the, one of the, the biggest risers in business right now are women entrepreneurs. And, and, in within, and within that, that frame, it's Black women who are, have the highest proportion of new businesses over the last, uh, last five years. And they are they're killing in so many different markets. The issue is that a number of them are being surpassed because they're by other smaller communities because they're although they're opening them, they're hitting a ceiling, and they're not profitable, whereas others are building, but they're a little more profitable. So we can learn from. There's something to be said about starting something new, and and, and initiating an idea, but there's always. The other side to it as well, that we have to be willing to take a step back and listen and learn. Because just doing something with head down going forward, it, it's, it's not, it, it, as, as much as we like to applaud that and love it and, and share it, it, if we keep just going ahead, putting our heads down going forward, we're going to smash, all, we're gonna, our head's going to hurt after a while. So sometimes it's good to stop and just kind of look up at the sky and go, all right, maybe it's time for a break. <laughs> of the great things about what you said, some of the things that you said, I just wanted to highlight. One of the great things that I got to hear you um, acknowledge is the, the, the woman, the Black woman. And I want to just take the moment to know, like, um, we're finally not afraid anymore. We're finally not allowing ourselves to be last or deemed as not important, um, or we don't, our idea might not work or it don't seem right. Anybody doing that? So it's like daring to be the first one of the things I keep on telling myself, like even like what we're doing here, I'm like, I don't know how this work. Um, so guess what? I'm just going to do it. You know, as opposed to like I was go- I was trying my hardest to learn every kind of way to do a podcast, try to learn every kind of way because I don't want to be wrong and I don't want to mess up anything. And I'm like. And that's why Miss Perfection come around and she lives in your life. And then you don't ever get ahead because you're trying to do everything perfect. Do it unafraid. Do it imperfect. Mm-hmm. It's going to mess up. Mm-hmm. Be okay with that. But the thing is, it's like, I want to start strengthening us to know, like, let's just go. So we didn't, we can't do another research. <laughs> we can't do another research. We can't take another decade. <laughs> we just don't have it. Yeah. Oh, man. You, you, you know, it's. I don't need, it, it, you're so right, man. How, how much more information do we need to, to know that if we do say, you know, to build a strong life, to build a solid family foundation, to live, to live a healthy and, and happy life, or to build a, a business, it, it, it's all out there. We're, we're at a point in we're at a point in our history in the world where we have access to the most information ever in 
ever. And yet, we got to do more research. You know what? I, I, I want to do a podcast, but... Wait, let me, wait, wait. I got to do more research. I got to make sure I, I, I have the right one. I have the best one. I got to have the... I got to have the... I have like four mics, right? <laughs> it's hilarious because... I, and I didn't know how to work any of them. So that's what they didn't tell me. Like, well, then, you know, get this mic because this mic does this and it give you a clear sound. And so then, uh, then I, they just sit in there because I'm like, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> we have to get beyond um getting ready we ready and this world is ready for your power now and so let's let's do this um so my i like i said i wanted to acknowledge because i knew in our journey as we had together that you were talking about women of color and i was like yes somebody believes in us what a power when a strong man of high authority and great qualities of leadership believe that it's our turn. Boy, that feels good. That feels enlightening. That's why I was like, Jeffrey, don't lose sight of that because that is exactly what we need from you. You telling us, okay, this is the strategy you need to put in place. This is the system that you need to put in place. Now go get it, girl. You got it. Absolutely. And well, first of all, I wouldn't be allowed to to, to forget that because I'm, I'd be reminded by uh, not only you know, my, my aunts have, have, have passed away, but I got plenty of cousins around who can still you know kick my butt. It's uh, and I got an older sister too, so that, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but you're you're right though. It, it's and I, I also want to put out there too, Kendra, is that it you know being a, I, I appreciate being a male as well. That there's differences that and there's some privileges that I have that are different than what you would have because of just simply gender. But when you're looking at from the point of view of, of doing what you feel is best, it's the, you know, I have the responsibility to, to listen and to be patient and to learn from you and learn from anyone I work with. I think that's just the that's just the balance of being not only from a professional perspective, but it's also just being respectful of people that who are that are brilliant and have ideas that we only we all can learn from each other. And so by being open and humble to that, then we're better overall as a community as well. Well, I won't ever, ever take your, your time for granted. I do honor you for this moment. And I just wanted y'all to get a snippet into Jeffrey's world. But Jeffrey, since you're all the way in Canada and the majority of us is in America, how do we find you? How do we reach you? How do we um, glean from your, um, your wisdom that we just received a snippet of today? Well, well, the well, first of you, you can find me. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, so if you uh, check out LinkedIn and Jeffrey Edwards, and, you know, right, to me, uh, and many folks looking like me on LinkedIn under my name, so you, you should be able to find me pretty clearly. I am also you can check out my website. Uh, my company is uh, the Make Well uh, Performance Group, or just go uh, Make Well the, the Make Well Group dot com, and uh, they'll just give you a snippet. Of, of where we're at. And of course, you know, Kendra can provide you information. You can always send that out to folks as well. You can always contact me directly. Always love to uh, keep in touch with you, of course. 
Boy, this has been an honor and a treat. Is it unmuted? Yeah, it's, this has been an honor and a treat to be hanging out with you because I got to, we we kept, we'd jump on a call and we'd light each other up and then we'd go back out there and then we'd jump on a call months later and we'd light each other up. And so it just feels real good that now I have the recording of a call that we lit each other up and I get to keep it. Yay! Hey. <laughs> well, Kendra, a question to you is where do you see your, this project? Uh, heading. What's your what's your vision for what you're doing right now? What I want to do is take everyday sheroes and heroes and highlight them because it's like we all are doing something amazing. But if only we can only reach the audience that we reach, then it is a lot of people that don't get to see us. So I'm like, if we collaborate together and start um, each one teach one or each one share, each one love on a highlight, acknowledge each one, um, because this might be something that you can do that I can't do. But then now because of exposure, just because of this moment, um, other people are able to find out that you're out there. Because it's like fishing in a big old, big old sea. You don't know what, what, what school you're supposed to hang out with. But if I started taking a moment to highlight and grab at there and, and um, find wonderful people like you yourself, we'll start becoming more of a, a light. So I just want to light you up. I want to be lit by you. I want it's called the lit chat. And so it's like I just wanted other people to be able to know that you are here and that um, your light is shining. And it just because it's in Canada, we can see it all the way over here. We lit, you know, so I thank you for your time. I thank you for asking that question. And if there's anything else that what is um something of, of encouragement that you can leave us with, if you don't mind. Absolutely. You know, there's, uh, there's always that, uh, yeah, I think of Maya Angelou and, and her, her quote is that, you know, people will, won't remember what it's, uh, it's paraphrasing. People won't always remember what you said um, or how or people won't remember what you may have done, but they always will remember how you made them feel. And I think that's, uh, that's something that we have to keep in mind, that we, we are influencers each and every day of our lives, whether we accept that or acknowledge that or not. So how do we go about the day influencing the world in a way in which we want the world to be? And each time, each day is a brand new start to be an influence, a positive influence in the worlds in which we, we operate. That we, we realize your coming has not been in vain, Jeffrey. All that you have done in life, how you have lit up this world and all the ways you have, have fulfilled capacities. Um, I just wanted to make sure that um, we get the, the chance to honor you and highlight uh, this is a powerful brother that loves, loves, loves um, serving others. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you. And thank you. My pleasure. Ken, wonderful work continue success on, on the wonderful mission you have going forward here. Yes. Well, you take care of my friend. You too. Yes.